Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment, like no other, it's gonna be sick. Brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. Marinero, what a day today has been in Montreal Canadiens land. At 3.09 p.m. earlier today, the Montreal Canadiens sent out a press release uh, on their website, on Canadians.com. And that press release announced the firing of Mark Bergevin, general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, Trevor Timmons, assistant general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, and Paul Wilson, who's in charge of their public affairs, and their communications. The press release went on to mention that a process to recruit as soon as possible the team's next GM is underway. And while the next general manager will bring significant hockey expertise to the organization, the additional criteria, of course, is that the person's role will be able to communicate with fans in both French and English, something we already knew, but now they've put it down on paper. To ensure the continuity of the day-to-day hockey operations during the process, Mr. Molson has retained the services of Jeff Gordon, who will serve as Executive Vice President Hockey Operations. Now, this is something very important, and it was much talked about. It was reported on Saturday night that Jeff Molson asked the New York Rangers for permission to speak with Jeff Gordon, their former general manager, who was still under contract with the Rangers. That's why you have to ask permission. Permission was granted. Clearly, the two sides came to an agreement. Now, what is the length of that agreement? It says it retained the services. Will that be just for the rest of the regular season? Will it be the rest of the regular season? And let's see how it goes with the possibility of that being extended. We know that Jeff Molson over the past several years, was asked about a president of hockey operations and whether or not the Canadians should have one. And he said that it didn't work and that they weren't going to go there. And now all of a sudden, they're going there, which leads a lot of people to believe that the Montreal Canadiens will hire an inexperienced general manager and Gordon will be there to compensate for that inexperienced general manager because he himself, of course, has plenty of experience. 
Jeff Gordon was um, a former assistant GM with the Boston Bruins for seven seasons. At one point, when Mike O'Connell was relieved of his duties as Boston Bruins general manager, Gordon assumed the responsibilities for about four months. In those four months, he was part of a draft. He oversaw a draft in which the Boston Bruins drafted Phil Kessel, Brad Marchand, Milan Lucic. He traded Andrew Raycroft and acquired Tuka Rask. And about a week after that, he signs Adeno Chara and Mark Savard as unrestricted free agents. Then Peter Chiarelli came in and um, Gordon stuck around for a bit. And then he moved on and became a scout with the New York Rangers and um, replaced Glenn Sather as their general manager. He was general manager of the New York Rangers for a month shy of six years. He made some good moves with the New York Rangers as well. He acquired Artemi Panarin. Or, um, he traded for uh, Mika Zabinijad. He traded for Adam Fox. He was part of that rebuild and signed off on that letter that the New York Rangers sent their fans. So there you have it. We knew Mark Bergevin's job was in trouble. I think pretty much uh, everyone thought that he would not be back. It was no longer a question of if, it was a question of when. And the Canadians made it official earlier today at 3.09 p.m. that Bergevin was relieved of his duties. Mark Bergevin, who was hired back on May 2nd, 2012, and fired on November 28th, 2021. Nine and a half seasons in. In those nine seasons, no playoffs three times. A first round exit three times. An exit in the second round once. An exit in the semifinals once. And an elimination in the Stanley Cup final last year to the hands of the Tampa Bay Lightning. This year, a disastrous season for the Montreal Canadiens. Off to their worst 23-game start in their 111-year history. The second-worst record winning percentage in the Eastern Conference. The third-worst winning percentage in the entire National Hockey League. Mark Bergevin's regular season stats, 315 wins, 251 losses. And um, his tenure linked with extensions to Carey Price, Jeff Petrie, Brendan Gallagher, Josh Anderson, also acquired Petrie via trade, acquired Anderson via trade, then signed them. The trading of Galchenyuk, the trade of P.K. Subban to Nashville for Shea Weber, Pacioretty trade to Vegas for Nick Suzuki, Thomas Tatar, and Matthias Norlander, an offer sheet to Sebastian Ajo that was matched by Carolina, and not matching a Carolina offer sheet to Jesperi Kotkaniemi. As for Trevor Timmons, he was with the Montreal Canadiens for 19 and a half years, hired by Andre Savard back on July 3rd, 2002. As director of player personnel, he was promoted to assistant general manager on July 2017. Fired, of course, earlier today, November 28, 2021. Although he had different titles, at the end of the day, 
his responsibilities were he was responsible for the amateur draft, basically the director of amateur scouting, which saw Trevor Timmons draft the likes of Carey Price, Ryan McDonough, Max Pacioretty, P.K. Subban, Brendan Gallagher, and Mikhail Sergachev. Those were his best draft selections. The ones that were a little um, didn't work out when maybe they should have, drafting Galchenyuk third overall, drafting Kotkaniemi third overall, when the choice would have been Morgan Riley in Galchenyuk's year and um, Brady Kachuk in Kotkaniemi's year. Uh, some first-round picks that did not pan out, Sherback, Juleson, McCarron, Tenorti, Fisher, LeBlanc. It seems like when the Canadians drafted the best player available, they got it right many times. When they drafted by position, need, or in Louis LeBlanc's case, language, it didn't work out. And um, that was that, the problem. That was the problem. All right. Um, this is brought to you by, the Sick Podcast is brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives now available in Quebec grocery stores and the beer store. I want to let you know that I will get to um, your phone your phone calls. I'll get to your text messages, not your phone calls. Uh, no, I'll get to your text messages. And so um, if you text, it'll pop up on the screen. I'll read the text. And at that point, I will. I will try and answer them as best I can. So um, now, since then, uh, many names are coming up as who is going to be the next general manager of the Montreal Canadiens. I'll let you know that um, Jeff Molson will be meeting with members of the media tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Centre Complexe Sportif Bell in Brassard, where I'm sure it's a press conference that's going to go on for anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes. Jeff Gordon will not be on hand at that press conference. The word is that he's uh, currently at his uh, son's hockey tournament in Vancouver. Um, but I'm sure Jeff is going to be asked a lot of questions. Says Joey Aliberti, who is the right pick for the next GM of the Montreal Canadiens? Uh, Joey, that's a um, hmm. um, that's a tough question um, because there are so many people that it can be, but the Canadians once again are limiting themselves by having to choose a candidate that is able to communicate in French. Uh, that would make the list a shorter list than usual. And it would narrow down to Mathieu Dash, who's currently with the Tampa Bay Lightning as director of player personnel there under the guidance of Julian Brisebois. Martin Madden Jr., who's the assistant general manager of the Anaheim Ducks. Roberto Luongo, who's the assistant in Florida. Patrick Roy, who's the general manager and coach of Les Rampards Quebec. Dale Talon, longtime executive, of course, we know that. Um, Pierre Maguire was with the Ottawa Senators. Former Montreal Canadiens, Stéphane Quintal, Vincent Danfoss, and Daniel Briard. And those, I would say, are the, um, the names most likely to come up. There could be one or two that could be uh, added, to the, um, added to the mix. But for now, those are the names. Um, we'll see what happens. My gut feel tells me Matthew Dash is in pole position. And if I had to guess today, right now, I would guess Matthew Darsh. He, um, 
He's learned under Julien Brisebois, a team that has won two Stanley Cups over the last couple of seasons. He's a former Montreal Canadian. He has a great relationship with Jeff Molson. He would be my guess. But we can't discount Martin Madden Jr., whose CV is unbelievable. He was an amateur scout with the New York Rangers for, I believe, seven seasons, six or seven seasons. Uh, he then went on to be an amateur scout with the Carolina Hurricanes. He won a cup with the Hurricanes in 2006 as their amateur scout. Uh, in his first 12 seasons with the Anaheim Ducks, he was the director of amateur scouting. In his last two seasons with the Anaheim Ducks, he has been the assistant general manager. During his time with Anaheim, they have drafted Josh Manson, William Carlson, goalie John Gibson, defenseman Sammy Vatanen, winger Kyle Palmieri, defenseman Cam Fowler, forward Ricard Raquel, Hampus Lindholm, Shea Theodore, Sam Steele, Maxim Contois, Troy Terry, the leading point getter with Anaheim, Young sensation Trevor Zegras and stud in the making defenseman Jamie Drysdale. That's an impressive list. Sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. And our sick merchandise use code 615 for 15% off on all of their items. You check it out. We'll get to more of your questions, Habs questions, and uh, I'll comment on them. Let's go. ABC 260 opinion on Dominic Ducharme's future with the team. My opinion, Dominic Ducharme will see out the rest of the regular season. I believe the pressure will be taken off because he will be told that his job is not in jeopardy this season. The Canadians will play the season out. And if I were a betting man, I would bet that Dominic Ducharme will be the head coach to start next season. How much longer he'll last after that? That'll depend on him and the results and the way they play. Other text messages coming in. The Sick Podcast, Anthony Angel. With this change, Price, Edmondson, Hoffman, Byron coming back. Do you think we have a chance to make the playoffs? Do they have a chance? Yes, they have a chance. Will they make the playoffs? I don't think so. To finish with 98 points in the remaining 59 games, I believe the Canadians have to win um, in the remaining 59 games. I think they have to have a record of, um, what is it? 40 plus wins? More than that? Um, no, I don't see that happening. I, I don't see that happening at all. I really don't. Uh, Jani Potesta, do you think Gordon will be the real person making decisions behind the scenes while having a French-speaking general manager as a front? Well, um, hard to imagine that they're going to hire a general manager that's going to have more experience than Jeff Gordon. Um, the challenge is, what I don't know here is, how long will they retain his services? If they retain his services for at least a couple of years so that whoever they hire is insulated by him, 
then the answer to that will be, yes, he will be more influential than the general manager will be. Will kind of be like when a young Alain Vigneault coached the Montreal Canadiens and had to rely on Dave King's experience. For the first couple of years, King was the coach, but didn't have the title. Vigneault had the title. If Gordon is um, retained for several seasons, it'll be a similar type situation. If he's not, that'll be interesting. More texts, the sick podcast. Do you think Carey uh, Price will play for the Habs again? Um, great question. Great question. Let's just say Carey Price, who has a no-movement clause, and he's got five years left on the contract this year and four other years after that, at $10.5 million per season, wants to move to another team. He's going to have to come back and show that he can still do it with the Montreal Canadiens. And if he wants to represent Hockey Canada at the Olympics, he's going to have to come back and play for the Montreal Canadiens. I believe Carey Price will play for the Montreal Canadiens again. I know that contract will be very, very difficult to move, but my gut tells me that Carey Price will not be a Montreal Canadian for the rest of that contract whether he's moved on to another organization or he stops playing before that contract is up, I don't know, but I don't believe that Carey Price will be with the Canadians for the remainder of his contract. He can let Carey and anyone close to him tell you whatever they want. Um, Carey Price wanted to be picked up by the Seattle Kraken. Anyone remotely close to that situation knows that you don't risk getting picked up to go somewhere you don't want to go even if there's only a one percent chance of that happening where i believe the canadians made a mistake is when seattle chose not to pick him up if i was the montreal canadians i would have told seattle um are you interested in carry price if they would have said um we are but his salary his salary scares us off I would have said, um, we'll make a deal in the next coming days and we'll retain half his salary. That's what I would have done. They didn't, but I still don't think that Carey Price will be with the Canadians for the remainder of his contract. Tony, besides this year, do you consider Bergeron to have been successful or not with the Canadians? And do you see him back in the NHL anytime soon? Um, I'll tackle that question first. Yes, I do. I believe that Mark Bergevin will be working somewhere. Um, if Martin Madden-Junior is not going to be the guy in Anaheim, I believe it will be Bergevin. But I think that Mark Bergevin, um, his best chance is probably Los Angeles with the Kings. I do believe that Mark Bergevin will be a general manager before next season starts. Yes. Was he successful? Um Three years of no playoffs. Like I mentioned, um, three years eliminated in the first round, one year eliminated in the second round, one year eliminated in the semis, one year eliminated in the finals. Um, 315 regular season wins, 251 losses. Based on that, I would say he gets a passing grade. 
Um, but a lot of people are probably going to disagree with that. But I would say that he gets a, a passing grade. Let's not forget that the team that Mark Bergevin inherited was the third worst team in the National Hockey League. But nine and a half years later, they're once again the third worst team in the National Hockey League. So I think it was um, average to good. He did have an amazing year, um, the year the Canadians went to the Stanley Cup final last year. Everything he touched turned into gold. Um, It was the best work that he ever did as general manager with the Montreal Canadiens. Every player that he brought in provided depth, provided leadership, played a role, um, and were um, contributed to getting the Canadians to the cup final. Unfortunately, it wasn't sustainable. That team had one year in them, and then a few things happened that he couldn't control. Carey Price entering the Players Assistance Program, uh, Joel Edmondson getting hurt, Paul Byron getting hurt. Um, the decision to let Phil Deneau go and sign with Los Angeles that one hurt because Philip Deneau, I believe, was um, a glue in the Montreal Canadiens lineup. He kind of like just kept everything together. Trevor Timmons also let go. Uh, a lot of people are looking at uh, people that had a connection with Jeff Gordon to probably take over. Um, maybe that or maybe the next general manager will have a connection with whichever organization uh, they come from. Uh, but at the same time, Uh, that's not easy to fulfill the uh, job of a director of amateur scouting because most teams usually retain the services um, of of whoever they have working for them. Should be noted that Trevor Timmons' contract was up at the end of the season, so he um, he was easy to replace in that respect. More questions that we can get to? I think Montreal should go with Martin Bradar, Mathieu Dash, Roberto Luongo. I don't think Martin Bradar wants it. I'm not so sure how much Roberto Luongo wants it. But I just have a feeling that the Canadians will um, would go with a Matthew Dash over a Roberto Luongo. Close to Jeff Molson. Used to play for the Montreal Canadiens. I think it's a, it, it's, it's got some importance. To the Canadians. Other questions coming in. The Sick Podcast. Uh, Steve Ott. I wonder if that's the former hockey player. I really hope Gordon is here for more than uh, just to help Molson get someone in place. That would leave us in the same position with Molson in charge of hockey operations. What do you think the chances of this being the case is, Tony? Um, I, I'm not crazy about the terms retained the services. That sounds like a temporary solution. That sounds like just the rest of the season. I think Jeff Gordon is a fantastic hire. I would think he would be a great hire if he was the next GM of the Canadians. Unfortunately, it's not going to be the case. He doesn't speak French. Unfortunately, he doesn't have a French last name. Unfortunately, he's not from the province of Quebec because... You know, you could easily tell Jeff Gordon, Jeff, will you be willing to take French courses? And I'm sure Jeff would have said, yes, of course, because after all, who doesn't want to be the general manager of what used to be the once most prestigious organization in all of hockey? 
But the fact that he's not from Quebec, the fact that he's not a Francophone, the fact that he doesn't have a French last name, he's out of luck, which is too bad. Um, Someone sent me something earlier today. Do you have anything against the Canadians hiring a uh, Francophone general manager? No, not at all. If they would have hired Julian Brisebois, uh, who's won the Stanley Cup as the last two in, in the last two years as the general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning? Uh, no, I wouldn't have a problem with it whatsoever. But unfortunately, Julian Brisebois extended his contract for another five years with the Tampa Bay Lightning, so he's not coming here. Um, you limit yourself. That's all I'm saying. You limit yourself. In the last 17 years, how many? French-speaking general managers have won the Stanley Cup. I'm not so sure how much French Ray Shiro speaks, um, but I think the answer might be Julian Brisebois and only Julian Brisebois. You are limiting yourself. So in the last 17 years, I think there was a lockout. Um, I think there was one lockout. So what... um, 15, 16 Stanley Cups have gone out. One French-speaking general manager who won two of them. The rest were not. You're not putting the odds on your side. John says, if a rebuild is the plan, which big contracts do you trade and which veteran state to help the rookies? I know what I'm doing. Right off the bat, I'm trading Carey Price. I'm trading uh, Jeff Petrie, and I'm trading Brendan Gallagher. With all due respect to all three of them, that's what I'm doing. And I really, really love Brendan Gallagher, who doesn't. Um, We love everything about him. But business is business. And um, six years at $6.5 million, that's too steep for me. Other questions coming in on the Sick Podcast. I'm Marinero. Joey says, you take a leap of faith with Stan Bowman, just on pedigree alone, knowing what we know. No, that's not going to happen. The Montreal Canadiens lived a PR nightmare this offseason when they drafted Logan Mayu after everything that happened. And that was a PR nightmare, and it still is. I wouldn't be surprised if the Canadiens end up trading Logan Mayu one day, uh, even before he plays a game with the Montreal Canadiens. Are they going to hire Stan Bowman right after that? Um, with Bowman being aware of um, Kyle Beach being a victim of sexual abuse uh, to the hands of the video coach uh, and um, not doing much about it? No, the Canadians are not going to hire Stan Bowman. It's not going to happen. Dale Talon is um, the most experienced out of any candidate you can have out there who speaks French. 71 years old, a ton of experience, um, he was the architect that built those Chicago teams that won those Stanley Cups. But um, I just have a feeling the Canadians are going younger. And once again, if I were a betting man today, I would guess Matthew Dash. If I had to take, um, if there's a dark horse pick, a real, real dark horse pick, it would be Vincent Danfoss. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if the Canadians hired him. 
but as a real dark horse here, okay, not the favorite. Um, but I, if I were a betting man, I would bet that it's going to be Matthew Dash. But once again, the resume of Martin Madden Jr. is really, really impressive. Anthony Lanny, who would be your choice of GM? Now choose one from this list. Madden, Maguire, Roy, or Talon? Pierre Maguire, um, I know you're asking me my choice. Um, would be a dream for Pierre, and I would love it if it could happen for him. Patrick Roy, no. I just, I don't see him working well within a team, and I think he would want to be the GM, the coach, the assistant coach, the goalie coach, the video coach, the defense coach, the goalie, the player, the owner, the president, the vice president, the hockey ops. I think he'd want to do it all. I don't see that. Dale Talon, I think, is just a little bit older, and it's time for a revamp. And, and um, if I had to choose with that list, I, I would think that um, the one that has the most experience right now, current, been in the game, touched on different um, different positions as an amateur scout, a director of amateur scouting, assistant general manager would probably be Martin Madden Jr. Other questions coming in. Which player has the most trade value outside your opinion of the ones that are considered core players? All right. So Carey Price is a core player, I guess. So we'll discount him. Jeff Petrie is a core player. So we'll discount him. Nick Suzuki is a core player. So we'll discount him. Um, Cole Caulfield is not yet a core player. And I would say that he holds a lot of value. I would say that he holds a lot of value. I would say there are teams that look at Cole Caulfield and believe that this guy could be a 30-goal scorer for many, 30-plus goal scorer for many, many, many years in the National Hockey League. So my guess would be Caulfield. My guess would be Caulfield. More questions on the SICK podcast. We'll get to them. Uh, brought to you by Cherry River Heart Seltzer, of course. Kevin Aravallo. The bilingual thing should not be a requirement. That's why they can't hire the best option available. Well, um, it is what it is, and it is a requirement. We knew that it would be even before they put pen to paper and actually put it in their press release. Um, it's not complicated. The last time they had an interim Anglophone coach, Randy Cunnyworth, there were, there were a sector of people that were upset they um, manifested themselves in front of the Molson Center. They uh, threatened to boycott Molson and stop buying their beer. And um, the Canadians' next coach after that was French-speaking. And so um, Jeff Molson at the time thought that um, based on what he was hearing, based on the boycotting and the picketing or the threats to boycott that it was going to affect his other business, which was beer and beer sales, and he didn't want to do it. And um, gave in, and he's continued to uh, go with um, French-speaking general managers and coaches. At the end of the day, I say it's about the best. And if the best is French-speaking, I'm all for it. And if the best is from the province of Quebec, fantastic. 
But if the best is not, I think it's really unfortunate the Montreal Canadiens won't have the best GM in hockey. And the one thing we can't say, with all due respect to Dominic Ducharme, is they don't have the best coach in hockey. Right now, they don't have a top five coach in hockey. Right now, they don't have a top 10 coach in hockey. And right now, they don't have a top 15 coach in hockey. I'll stop there because I want to be respectful. Um, and right now, the coach that they have um, is failing the test. Tony Polito, realistically speaking, does Caulfield have his place in the National Hockey League? Did they rush him? I think he should develop in the American Hockey League for the rest of the season. Tony, I agree with you 100%. This is a losing environment. Um, I believe you have to dominate at every level before you get the call-up. Uh, patience is a virtue. Cole Caulfield has one goal in what is it? The last 20 games going back to last year with the Montreal Canadiens. We know that Cole Caulfield is a guy who scored goals everywhere he's gone. Um, he's good for, you know, a goal a game, sometimes more than a goal a game at different levels. He had two goals and three assists, five points in six games when he was recalled from the Laval Rocket. I would send them back down to Laval, an environment that's better. I would give them 20-plus minutes of ice time there. I would try and make them a better defensive hockey player while maintaining great offensive numbers, putting them on a number one line, putting them on special teams, putting them on the power play, seeing him light the lamp. And next year, we go from there. If he's dominant to a point where he can be a significant NHL contributor, then he starts with the Canadians next season. If not, you take the time you need in Laval. We have to look long-term here and not short-term, long-term. And if Cole Caulfield's going to end up being a 35-plus goal scorer and having a very long career because he would have stayed three seasons in Laval, then so be it. That's it for me on this special Habs edition of the Sick Podcast. You can follow us on our Facebook page, the Sick Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Sick Podcasts, and follow our YouTube channel, the Sick Podcast. Subscribe; it's free. Why? Because I'm Marinaro, and this podcast never sleeps. As a matter of fact, this podcast is sick in a good way. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocer and The Beer Store.